Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Our top story for this episode, Turkey Brawl 2021. This was the championship match card taking place the night of November 13th. Three matches on the card. Let's go through all of them right now. Turkey Brawl kicks off with the LFF Tag Team Championship on the line. The champions, Dangerous Alliance, Chris Pate using X-Royce, Sean Loeb using Robert the Brain Dunn, the challengers, the Golden Lovers, I believe this was a team that formed at Gen Con. I want to say it was part of the Gen Con tag teams that I believe Loudmouth Leo chose to face off. This team consisted of Jeff Phillips, a.k.a. Teru the Shogun, playing as Kota Ibushi, and Daniel Gutowski, playing as Kenny Omega. These two teams squared off in a very good, a very good tag team match. It went to crowd meter one. The winners still champions the Dangerous Alliance. At the end of the match, I believe it was the Shogun won the turn. He'd previously buried his hand to stop a finish played against his tag team partner. Was going to use enters from the crowd to grab a finish, I believe from the discard pile, that the Dangerous Alliance could not stop. It would have hit if played. I believe Chris Pate uses, traps them in the bathroom to prevent him from being able to reveal a spectacle that turn. Chris Pate goes on to win the next turn roll, hit a finish that neither player can stop because both players on the Golden Lovers had previously buried their hands to stop finishes. Chris Pate rolls an 11, and Daniel Gutowski is unable to make the save roll to help his partner, the Shogun, kick out. The Dangerous Alliance retains. Good match. Second match of the night, the LFF Triad Championship is on the line. The champion going in, Shane Strickland, playing as Jay White. There are two challengers. The first, Ida Ortiz, who, because of his success at ArmorCon, got to be a challenger for this belt. The other challenger was chosen via random draw for subscribers of the SRG Universe Twitch page Wednesday night during Talk of the Universe. The winner, Jacob Maynard. Jacob Maynard chose to use Scott Prime, pretty much his favorite competitor in the triad match. Ido Ortiz used Cyclone, which I believe is the competitor he used at Armacon. This match also goes to Crowd Meter 1. The winner, new champion, first time ever holding LFF Gold, Jacob Maynard with Scott Prime. Long time coming for Jacob Maynard to get his hands on an LFF championship. He is the new triad champion. Congratulations to him. Congratulations. Dangerous Alliance for retaining. I forgot to mention that. 
on to the main event for Turkey Brawl 2021, the World Heavyweight Championship of the Legendary Fighting Federation is on the line. Kirk Polka, the champion with Chloe Mai, takes on the challenger he handpicked, Patrick Mulligan, Pat the Thinker, playing as D1. This match also goes to Crowdmeter 1. However, I believe it's a shorter match than the previous two. The winner here, after a hard-fought match and still champion, Kirk Polka. Congratulations to Kirk Polka for retaining the championship. Hats off to Pat Mulligan. An outstanding presence in Super Show of the Game. There's a reason he's one of only two people in the Super Show Hall of Fame. A lot of speculation after this match as to who Kirk Polka's next opponent will be. Nothing said so far about that. That remains unknown. Coming up championship-wise, this Wednesday after Talk of Universe, the United States champion, the Grump, will take on challenger Eddie Fury. Eddie Fury has been a contender for the United States championship for, I believe, over a year at this point. Unable to challenge for it because he was the hardcore champion. Now, no longer a hardcore champion. He's finally getting his shot at the U.S. belt. We'll see what happens Wednesday night. Outside of that, as far as championships go, the hardcore champion, Jeff McPeak, is set to face former hardcore champion Mark Perry for that belt at some point in the future. Will Jeff McPeak retain? Will Mark Perry become a two-time hardcore champion? We will have to see. There's also talk of the current Underworld champion, giving John Polverino a shot at that championship. John Polverino has held four of the big five championships, the LFF Trios, Tornado Tag, Tag Team, and the World Heavyweight. Only the Underworld remains for him to become a, what they're calling, Grand Slam champion. The last bit of championship news for this week revolves around the Tri-State Championship. The general manager's position has currently been vacant. James Booker had thrown his hat in the ring. Last Wednesday, Talk of Universe, Steve Resk announces that he, Steve Resk, will be the new general manager of the Tri-State region with James Booker as his assistant. James Booker will pitch matches to him. It is guaranteed that... Steve Resk will be the general manager for the next Tri-State Championship match. After that, who knows? It sounds like James Booker is poised to take over after that. Right now, as they say, card subject to change. The next championship match is going to be a rematch. The current champion, Wrench Monkey, will once again be challenged by Blackstar. This match, I believe, happened at Highlander Games a few weeks ago with Wrench Monkey retaining. They're set to face off again. The winner of that match will face Diabolique. I believe that's Eric Goodhart, who went undefeated at Marktoberfest 3 into the semifinals. 
And then after that match, there's going to be a birdcage to determine the next contender. First entrant announced for the birdcage, Wiser Wizard. We don't know if Wiser Wizard is going to be number one, two, three, four, five, or six, just that he is in the match. That's where we are with the Tri-State Championship and the general manager's position. Outside of this, that's pretty much the big stories. Just a lot of odds and ends. Kickstarter. Two things for the Kickstarter. First, the comics have been sent to the printer. So Kickstarter looks like it's still on track for the Super Show the Comic issues number one and number two to release at the end of December. It's also been announced that there's going to be a Kickstarter campaign for 2022, the Time Warp campaign, featuring competitors from the past, the present, and the future. There's going to be stretch goals with this. They might unlock competitors from Ikuzo, from Cosmic Crusaders, from the 8-Bit Universe. We'll just have to see. This is scheduled for February of 2022. If it's like previous ones, it'll be at the end of February 2022 and run for about 30 days. Since I just brought up the Cosmic Crusaders, because a Cosmic Crusader may come out as one of the stretch goals, I may as well bring this up. They've announced in a similar vein to the Cosmic Crusaders, they're going to introduce a Marauders of the Multiverse line, six single-player box sets. One competitor they showed off already, Zonda, was posted earlier to the SRG Super Show discussion group on Facebook. They did announce they're going to be multiverse cards, the same way there were cosmic cards, like Cosmic Charging Splash, Cosmic Corner Throw. There will be multiverse cards in a similar vein to the cosmic cards. This Marauders of the Multiverse set or sets are tentatively scheduled to come out in 2022. Speaking of things coming out, the Halloween themed deck is on track to come out in December. On Talk of Universe, the SRG boss showed off the cards, full art, full text, that are going to be part of the Halloween-themed deck. So if you're interested in checking those out, it is November 14th. That show is going to only be up for about two weeks. So if you want to see it, check that out toward the end of the show. These are all previously existing cards in the game, just with new Halloween-themed art and a Halloween logo on each card. Again, these are also scheduled to come out in December around the holidays, as well as the new 2021 holiday-themed competitor set. Past sets included Krampus and Sugar Plum. The 2021 Halloween competitor is a new version of Katie Kitty. This is the Katie Kitty Pop Goes Goth competitor. New gimmick. I didn't check the stats to see if they're different. New gimmick. New finishes. Full set of a strike, grapple, and submission finish for Katie Kitty. She can also use the finishes for the original Katie Kitty. She does have the original Katie Kitty logo on her. Something else that they're going to do this year around the holidays, something they did last year, was the Fill the Van campaign. 
the way this works, and I believe this is a Toys for Tots related charity. I'll give you more information as it gets closer. But going off how it worked last year, you, I believe, when you made a purchase, or you could just make a purchase for this, you did a custom order, fill the van, and based on how much you donated, the dollar amount, there were different prize tiers. And you got somewhere from, you know, a competitor set to, you know, spectacles. And I believe ultimately you ended up getting signed spectacles at the end of it. Because this is a drive that is done with a, I'm not sure exactly who the organization is. I'll report on that as we get closer. Last year, it was a wrestling-themed organization. And they had wrestlers giving out autographs for donated items. I know that MJF was one of them. Tommy Dreamer was one of them. Uh, Zack Ryder, Matt Cardona was one of them. There were quite a few wrestling autographs that came out of that Phil LeVan campaign. Look for more information on the Phil LeVan campaign as we get closer to the end of December. Just a few more updates I have for you. The 2021 CCC. The entrance, of course, closed Halloween night. The art is currently being drawn. They have announced that the first match will take place after PAX Unplugged. PAX Unplugged is December 11th through 13th, 13th being a Sunday. So starting Monday, December 14th, we could see the first match. Normally... They have the matches kick off on Wednesdays, so I would expect the first match, assuming it happens the week after PAX Unplugged, it'll be on a Wednesday. So look for the first match to happen around December 16th. Again, card subject to change, things could happen. I have a Rising Stars update, the Rising Stars tournament. Submissions are closed. I believe the deck lists have been submitted. They announced on Talk of the Universe, although I believe they had to make some changes. But the group stages are set, and they should be kicking off. I don't have any dates on that, but the opening of the Rising Stars tournament will be a group stage. Groups of four, so each person in the group will have three matches, and then based on their record, they will make the cut and go on and continue in the Rising Stars tournament. That's out there. I'm not going to get into what the potential matchups are. We'll wait until the tournament gets further down the line. But we've reached that point in the Rising Stars tournament. Speaking of ongoing tournaments, Faction Wars 3, from what I understand, this Sunday coming up, November 21st, is the deck list deadline for Phase 1 of Faction Wars 3. The deck list, I believe, has to be submitted to the General Manager, John Clace, by that date. Once those deck lists are submitted for everybody involved, the matches will start. They have three weeks from that date, so three Sundays from the 21st to get their matches played. And with that... That's going to do it for the news from this past week outside of tournaments. So let's talk about the tournaments. Just two tournaments for this week. 
Monday night, we had the Monday Night Proving Ground. This Proving Ground featured the sticks, stairs, and chairs stipulation that just came out Marktoberfest 3 weekend. I want to say sticks, steps, and chairs because I got in the habit of saying steps because they are ring steps cards. But the boss decided to make it sticks, stairs, and chairs. I get it. It rhymes. A little easier off the tongue. So, sticks, stairs, and chairs on the last proving ground. After the bullet round stage, the top four ended up being in fourth place, the Mad Custodian, playing as the Mad Custodian. In third place, James Sweeney. I'm assuming this is Vicious Dick Vandal as King Greatness. In second place, as New Jack, the Ring General, Anthony Perry. And the winner, who used no kendo stick, ring step, or steel chair cards in his deck, Chris Pagillo. It says playing as himself. I'm assuming that's the Italian Mambata. Chris Pagillo, of course, has the Italian Mambata, Shaggy Shark, and Jacques A in the game of singles competitors. I'm assuming himself means the Italian Mambata. The next Proving Ground, the one that's taking place tomorrow, November 15th, is going to be a New York Rules-themed event. All the matches will be played using New York Rules. No DQ, no count-out. Special guest referee in each match, Master Osmodius. I don't know because it does not say on the post if these will all start at Crowd Meter 1, like New York Rules matches do, we'll have to see. The other event from this past week was Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. There were 20 players playing in four groups of five. Top two from each group advanced. So eight players made the top cut. In the quarterfinal round of the top cut, all of the players played using the Ring of Fire stipulation. In the semifinal round, all of the players played under the Dark Match stipulation. And in the finals, as well as the third place match, the Tables stipulation was used. The top four were in fourth place, playing as Evie Fresh, Loudmouth, Leo, Larynx. In third place, playing as Kenny Omega, Alec Ventresca. The finalists were Time Bomb Tim using Danny Limelight and Hold the Line Harry using Kid Thunder, the winner of Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Hold the Line Harry with Kid Thunder. Congratulations to him. Congratulations to Pajillo for winning the Proving Ground. Next week, as of right now, the Proving Ground for Monday is not posted, but look for it. Nothing's posted on SuperShowTheGame.com for Thursday night. Look for something there. Dojo Tuesday night. Friday. From what I can tell, looking at SuperShowTheGame.com, the Boss Roddy Beatdown still has spots available for Friday night. If you're interested in playing, I would do it just for the discounted payoff pack you're going to get. It's a $30 entrance fee. 
which gives you a payoff pack as the participation prize. New payoff pack too. So new foils, new competitors. I'd recommend that for sure. It's a group stage to a top cut format. Four players per group. So three matches and potentially a tiebreaker depending on the results of those three matches. You get a pool of four entrance cards to use. One entrance card per group stage match. One entrance card per top cut match. Once you use it, you can't use it for the remaining of that portion of the event. There are special prizes. I would check the post on supershowthegame.com. Under online events to get the details on the various prizing that could happen in this match. But Boss Rarity Beatdown this Friday coming up. That's all for online events. There is an in-person play event coming up Sunday, November 28th at Alternate Universe's Bluebell in East Norton, Pennsylvania. Super Show Unplugged. Main feature is a $10 tournament where the winner will get a shot at the Alternate Universe's champion, either at PAX Unplugged or at the next Alternate Universe's event. There's also going to be a couple of featured matches on the card, one for the Play It Pure Championship of the store, one for the World Championship of the store. That's going on in two weeks from today. And I just saw this looking up the Super Show Unplugged event. There's going to be an event at a new store. It's called Super Show Monthly Title Event at Out of the Box Gaming in Thomasville, North Carolina. It's going to be a North Carolina store event. First I've heard of it. Looks like start time 6 p.m. Registration noon to 5.45 p.m. On November 27th, $10 entrance fee. Swiss rounds to a top cut. That's all I see right now, but it looks like that is taking place in North Carolina in just under two weeks. So if you're looking for a place to go, that is a new tournament I've just seen pop up. I'm also seeing as I'm looking through the events right now, December 18th, the other Steve is doing the second annual Fort Wayne Slam Down and Birthday Bash. 1 p.m. start time, $10 entrance fee at Hot Sauce Games FTW in Fort Wayne, Indiana. December 18th, that's a Saturday. That's the weekend after PAX Unplugged. Don't know more about that, but that's what's up there right now. That's something else to look forward to. Outside of that, that is going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. It's all the news I have for you. I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.